Today's podcast is brought to you by XDeFi, one wallet for all your crypto. XDeFi is a multi-chain wallet that allows you to securely store, swap, and send crypto and NFTs across 15 blockchains. You can swap, send, and store more than 10,000 assets on Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, Thorchain, Avalanche, Phantom, Arbitrum, Polygon, Bitcoin, BNB, SmartChain, Doge, and more. For more information, go to xdefi.io. That's xdefi.io. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Crypto Current. Your host here, Richard Carthon. Today, we got a very special one for you. Uh, we're learning about a really, really cool wallet and that handles both DeFi, NFTs, and so much more. Uh, we have Emil, who's the CEO of XDeFi Wallet. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Richard. No doubt, man. We'll call in all the way out from Amsterdam. You got a, a lot of really cool things going on. But first, uh, before we learn more about XDeFi Wallet, let's learn more about you. Can you give us a little bit of background on yourself? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, well, I've started my career in, uh, in, in TradFi uh, back in the days, around 10 years ago. I was uh, an equity analyst focusing on, on US tech. Um, and um, yeah, in the meantime, I, I built a few companies, uh, worked for consulting firms. Um, and um, and work for large financial software companies such as Bloomberg, Thomson Reuters, uh, etc. So uh, yeah, it's been it's been a, it's been a long way uh, from uh, my my beginnings in uh, in TradFi to uh, to DeFi and, and and crypto in general. And since 2017, more or less, I'm uh, I'm down the the rabbit hole. Yeah. So going from traditional finance, and it's it's so interesting to meet so many people who come from that background in into now the the world of Web three. I, I have the same kind of background as well. Um, so 2017, you learn more about the space. Tell us about what was that first introduction, and then what made you decide this is the direction I now went ahead. So I mean, like the the first time I heard about crypto was like in 2012, 2013. Uh, back in the days, like I was an equity analyst, uh, very much focusing on focus on, on value investing and uh, and fundamentals. Um, at the time, I had a, a really good friend of mine, like an uh, engineer, uh, was uh, talking a lot about Bitcoin. And at the time, I was not really convinced. Uh, I couldn't really grasp the, um, the value behind uh, uh, Bitcoin itself. And I think I really got into like, crypto when, uh, when, uh, when Ethereum uh, came up, so back in 2015. So that, that's really uh, when uh, I got into crypto. Um, I think um, for me, what kind of change is uh, 2019. So I kind of changed my, my investment thesis as, as an investor myself, as I was investing for myself. Um, until 2019, I was really focused on Ethereum. Uh, I couldn't really see like uh, any other ecosystem, you know, like uh, coming and, 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 and killing Ethereum. Um, but I guess in 2019, seeing like a lot of uh, uh, new great projects that has strong value proposition and strong teams, I started like thinking about, okay, maybe this uh, space is actually going to be uh, multi-chain in the future. So I started to look a little bit more into interoperability plays. Um, that's when, and I was really into synthetics, like uh, uh, at the time, uh, heard about Torchain uh, uh, in the, 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 the synthetic discord. So try to understand a bit more what, what they were building, discussing with the core dev team, and uh, started investing in Rune. So uh, that that's, I guess, like uh, the first time I... I uh, I stepped uh, uh, outside of uh, of, uh, of Ethereum really and, and tried to understand like uh, what could possibly happen uh, uh, in a potential multi-chain future. Obviously, like since then, like the multi-chain thesis has been validated. Uh, I think we, we've seen that with all the, the, the new ecosystem that have uh, 
that have uh, emerged. Uh, uh, obviously, there was Solana, that there was Terra, uh, there, was, there was Cosmos, uh, there was Polkadot as well, and obviously, like all the layer two and, uh, and side chains uh, around Ethereum. So it's been an interesting, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, journey, I would say. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll explain a bit uh, afterwards, like how we came up with Exify Wallet, but that's really well, uh, really very much like uh, actually entrenched into like a uh, torchain. Yeah, it, it's really interesting that like your, your first dive, your, your first level was Ethereum, and then you kind of expand it from there. It, and it, again, very similar background for myself. Like I learned about Bitcoin, Ethereum, but Ethereum really piqued my interest. And so I started looking to this more and started looking more into uh, some of these other alts and just looking at all the various use cases and, and scalability and interoperability was awesome. Something that always sparked my curiosity. And and if you got into Rune early, uh, let's just say that's that's panned out pretty well for you, uh, depending on the timing of it. But even just for conceptually to like see how these things can continue to, to become more interoperable, it, it makes a lot of sense for where the future is headed. And I think we're headed towards a more interoperable future. So that kind of brings us to uh, present day XDeFi wallet. So what is it? What was the thesis behind it? And, and what are y'all currently working on? So, well, essentially, um, so I'll, I'll just continue where I left. Uh, but essentially what happens is uh, in, during the crash uh, uh, in March 2020, I started buying like uh, more Rune uh, uh, and uh, getting more involved in the torture ecosystem. And I was obviously like uh, all the time speaking with one of my best friends, uh, David, that I've met like in a, in a previous company back in 2017 started to think about like, okay, how can we help the torture ecosystem? We're thinking about running nodes, creating arbitrage bots, doing stuff that like we know how to do. And after a little while and discussing with the core team, we realized that like we could do much more than that. Um, I think, you know, uh, back in the days, like uh, uh, most of the DeFi volume was going via web clients. You had tons of wallet out there uh, uh, on the mobile side, side of things. Uh, wallet that were only focusing on Ethereum or the, uh, that were multi-chain somewhere, uh, custodial or the non-custodial. But you only really had MetaMask uh, as an extension. And as most of the volume was going via web clients, uh, uh, we uh, realized that there was a massive gap in the market that needed to be addressed, uh, uh, not just for Torchain and to help like uh, any users to interact with all the interfaces that are built on Torchain, but uh, uh, for the future and uh, the, the ecosystem that we're about to emerge. So, you know, coming from 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 this statement, uh, uh, we decided to build uh, uh, XDeFi wallets. Kind in a way of like, okay, well, we don't have that for ourselves. We need it as power users, so we're going to build it for ourselves. And it turns out that like it's actually not just useful for the Torsion ecosystem, but for everyone. Um, we all know the pain associated with dealing with plenty of different wallets. If you want to navigate across like Solana, Cosmos, uh, Ethereum, you need to have like Kepler, Phantom, MetaMask, etc., which is like obviously quite cumbersome and and, and complicated to, uh, to 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 handle. So that that's that's really like uh, where it all started. Uh, um, we uh, basically discussed with the core dev team at Torchain and we said, look, like we have the experience and the skills to to actually build a team uh, around us and and build a, a multi-chain non-custodial wallet extension. And that's exactly what we did. Um, and yeah, since then, like we we, we grew the, the the company uh, uh, by quite a lot. Uh, we raised uh, several rounds, and um, here we are. Which is amazing. Like you you start with a hardcore community that makes a ton of sense to you. You kind of branch out, and you you solve a problem that you were immediately facing. You're like, I know other people that are facing this too. Like how can how can we be of service? How can, how can we help? And then you've then been able to expand it grow your community and, and get a lot more people into it. So you you are now uh, able to send crypto NFT across 15 blockchains, which again, that is a huge undertaking. Walk us through like, how were you able to build it to this point? And like, where, 
what are the features it has now and where are you growing to? So when we started building Exify Wallet, we had two main challenges. The first one was uh, a UX challenge. Okay, so we built uh, Exify agnostic from the ground up. We didn't like first build Exify for Ethereum and then like expand it to other blockchain. We started already like by uh, integrating directly like uh, Ethereum, Bitcoin, and uh, um, and a Binance chain, and then we, we go from there. But essentially, like this is how our wallet structure is made. And um, the two main challenges that we had basically was first UX, then like a uh, uh, the infrastructure, the, the, the back the back end perspective. So uh, UX, why? Because uh, they, there was no really benchmark for us. So that's one thing to take a product and improve it. Uh, if we had to recreate like a, a MetaMask, we would have done it differently than uh, uh, um, than what we've done with XDeFi Wallet, simply because they are only uh, supporting uh, Ethereum and EVM-based networks. Um, so we had to think about, okay, how do we abstract the concept of chain? How do we abstract the fact that like each chain has different characteristics? How can we create like a, a coherent and uh, a streamlined uh, uh, user experience taking this uh, into consideration, which is complicated, which I think that uh, uh, we uh, have solved. We have solved. We, we basically about to realize to release like a new UX UI uh, in, the, in the next two months, uh, which is uh, going to be um, essentially uh, uh, summarizing all the efforts uh, from a UX perspective that we've done like uh, uh, in, in the last two years and a half uh, and uh, that I think is going to help tremendously like from a UX point of view when it comes to dealing with a, a, a chain wallet. So that, that's the first thing, really like UX, um, how can we improve this? Like uh, plenty of small things as well, like not having to change the network at the top to see like all of your assets in one single uh, screen, uh, uh, to see like uh, uh, your total balance without having to reconciliate this manually uh, by uh, uh, clicking all of uh, you, the different network that you interact with with your wallet, etc. So, UX. Real quick, I thing. just, I just, uh, the, the, I just want to spend two more seconds on that because I know a lot of people who come into the space have experience with MetaMask, and I can also echo that it is extremely frustrating, even though it's a couple more steps to go and have to constantly change the the blockchain that you're on, whether you're on Ethereum or Avalanche or Binance or any of these and then having to switch and then see the coins for each of those like it just the UX of having all of that on one screen and be able to like go through all that that alone is is extremely like so helpful so I just I, I needed to just like really drill that home <laughs> the, the, the way I look about it uh, the, the, the way I look into this is, is, is pretty simple I think that like if we want to uh, have a lot of people uh, onboarded into uh, a web tree and uh, obviously like a lot of these people are coming from uh, centralized exchanges like Coinbase Binance and, and, and so on we do need to create like a UX which is kind of mirroring what they've done uh, which is obviously complicated in the decentralized and non-custodial uh, uh, world, but uh, uh, nonetheless possible. By that, I mean, like, I don't think people really care about, like, which chain they uh, are interacting with. They do, but they care more specifically about the assets they have. So for me, it's uh, how can we, like, uh, take this into consideration when we design, like, our interface? And I think, you know, like, in, in the new UX UI, and I think, like, the, the, the current UX UI is, is already pretty good, I, I reckon, uh, um, but I think the new one is going to help a lot. Just, I'll, I'll give you an example because you touched base on that, but essentially, like, for instance, I have USDC, okay, on three or four networks. Uh, it's pretty, like, uh, uh, annoying to have to switch between the different network and reconciliate this manually. Like, so in the new UX UI that we are um, going to release, for instance, you're going to have one single balance for your USDC, then you're going to be able to click on it and see the breakdown and see, like, okay, I have some USDC that much. Uh, that's my balance on, on Phantom. That's my balance on, on, on Mainnet. That's my balance on... 
and I think that helps. Uh, I think I think I think this is pretty important. So how can we reproduce like a, a centralized like UX in a decentralized fashion? Uh, uh, that's been like a, a, a massive challenge, and and, and I think like uh, uh, people are going to be pretty uh, uh, surprised and happy about the, the the new UX because that that's really like where we've put our, our efforts. Um, now, uh, I think the, the the second challenge, and it's very much like linked to, to what I've explained, because uh, uh, our uh, Prussian API is allowing us to do stuff like from a UX perspective that we couldn't do before. When we started building XDeFi wallets. And it's still the case to an extent today, like blockchain APIs in general, they were not really built to cater for the multi-chain era. Um, so for us to scale to, and I think today we have like, as of yesterday, we had like around 130,000 weekly active users uh, as per the Chrome store. We had to combine 17 different APIs, which means that uh, uh, we have like plenty of different point of failures. We have inconsistent response formats. We have rate limiting uh, uh, left, right, uh, uh, and, and so on, uh, which, you know, uh, results into like uh, uh, not a great performance and uh, also like a dev experience that is uh, absolutely uh, I mean, not great. Um, so what we've done in the last 12 months and that requires like obviously like a lot of efforts and investments is to build our own cross-chain indexes. Uh, so essentially we've built our own APIs for all the chain that we support. It includes NFT indexes. Uh, and uh, uh, we also like uh, indexing from block zero. So basically looking at all the data since, since block zero, which is really time consuming. It's not uh, yet live. Uh, we still like testing it. We're almost done with most of the indexes, but it's going to take a little bit of time for us to make sure it's scalable and uh, uh, working properly, properly. I mean, at least to the standards that, 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 we, that we want to, to reach. So that's an important, you know, that, that's an important thing because we are we, a wallet uh, provider, obviously. But to an extent, uh, we uh, we also like uh, almost an API provider, uh, uh, which is uh, only uh, for us to use. But uh, um, that, that that's a lot of the work that we've done, and that I don't think people see because it's not something that like we obviously like advertise on, on Twitter and so on, and that 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 speaks to people. Uh, but for the for the engineers out there, I think that they they will understand and uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, and see how complicated it is to to, to do that. It is. And I do want to echo how big of an infrastructure and, and and just technically challenging feat that y'all are going for to, to both have a really easy to understand user interface that can put all that information and then to add a DEX to it. So uh, for your everyday user right now, let's say that you're on MetaMask and then you're trying to now go over to the Solana network and you're trying to cross over a lot of things. You have to use bridges. Uh, you have to go and do a ton of steps and and you're also going to be losing money a lot of a lot of the way as you're you know providing liquidity to both bridges, doing dexes, all this stuff. So now within your wallet, just to make sure I understand this right, instead of doing all that because of the wallet you have in place, if I use your dex, I can just swap in and out of it. So let's say I have a thousand dollars worth of Ethereum, I really need to switch it over to Solana so I can get into some other Solana projects. I can do that on my wallet and be done. Hey everyone, just wanted to let you know about all of the amazing content that we're making for you exclusively over on YouTube. You can stay connected to crypto's top stories and trending topics with the Aftershock. Every Wednesday, join Cryptocurrent Steve Miller and myself for a brand new discussion on what's going on in the wild world of Web3. If you want to learn more about cryptocurrency and blockchain but don't know where to start, Crypto Decrypted will cover everything from basics and fundamental analysis to the advanced concepts of technical analysis. Join Chris K every Thursday exclusively on YouTube to get this content.
Finally, if you want to take a deeper dive into the world of NFTs and learn more about all the latest and greatest and what's happening in that space while capturing alpha, join Stephen on NFT Thursdays exclusively on Twitter Spaces on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We hope you're enjoying our content. And if you're enjoying it, please like, subscribe, share, and leave comments so that we can continue to give you the content to keep you cryptocurrent. So it's slightly different. That that's not a piece of the the the. the um, I mean, like we also have a routing API in which, like, we are aggregating like basically plenty of bridges and dex aggregator itself. So we kind of an aggregator of aggregator. But what I was referring to is more like how we fetch data. Uh, when you look at XDeFi Wallet, we're basically fetching like token balances, logo, transaction history, and so on, like for 15 blockchains. Uh, I mean that like if you don't have the right infrastructure behind it, like it becomes like uh, not great from a performance point of view. It takes time for the balances to the balances to load and so on. So having to rely to plenty of uh, external API providers is is massive limitation. And we've decided to build it ourselves. We decided to run our own infra. So, for instance, if infra is down, like we're not really affected. The wallet continues to work, and so on. Unless our API is down, although we have some fallback, uh, uh, and uh, I think that that's pretty important. Now, to come to the routing API, what we've done is uh, pretty straightforward. Although it hasn't been done by a lot of projects, uh, we've uh, obviously integrated Torchain at first to allow for uh, cross-chain swaps from within the wallet, and now from within the web app that we've released last week. And I'll, I'll explain a little bit more about the web app afterwards. But essentially, what we decided to do is to become an aggregator of aggregator. And by that, I mean that we took Torchain as a provider, and on top of it, we've added like OpenOcean, um, Paraswap, OneInch, Wormhole, Multichain, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We, we're adding Rainbow Bridge right now. We're adding Socket, which is pretty much done. Uh, uh, Osmosis, etc. So that allows us to have like plenty of different aggregator and bridges. And for, for us to build on top of that a, a routing algorithm that allows us to uh, uh, basically give uh, uh, um, the ability to users to go from any chain to chain uh, uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in the most efficient way, really. Uh, which is important uh, when uh, you are a, a multi-chain wallet, obviously, uh, because this is also the way that we are generating revenue, right? We, we take 0.3% uh, uh, on swaps. The, the fees are not turned on yet. It's going to be turned on by the end of the year, but that's uh, the core part of our, our revenue model. And we've also put a lot of efforts in that. Yeah. And again, being able to provide that convenience to be able to switch in and out all these different coins and ecosystems and have it in all be in one place and not having to do all of this. Again, it's the user, it's the end user experience that we all as, as you know, crypto uh, aficionados and, and people in this space want to happen. It just hasn't yet. And there, there's a lot of disjointedness of trying to put it all together, but it looks like that y'all are getting a pretty close to being able to achieve that piece of it. And I do also want to go back to the point of, you being able to use your APIs to accurately reflect, you know, portfolio balances, where your money is and have all of that is crucial, um, especially as, you know, if someone's trying to make a potential move to switch in and out of certain cryptos, if, especially if they're day trading or even if they're doing a, a swing trade, they need to know what they accurately have um, or they're going to try to, and if they're not getting it um, through from one place, they're going to go somewhere else because that, that information is crucial. So um, definitely understand the, amount of energy time that y'all put into that. Um, but the other thing that I know on here that y'all have been really looking into as well is just the ability for for people to house their NFTs and be able to accurately reflect that. Can you kind of talk to that a little bit? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, uh, we called XDeFi, but uh, we obviously like supporting NFTs. I think we we one of the the, the the only wallet that are supporting NFTs across that many chains. Right now, we have support for NFTs on uh, Ethereum, Arbitrum, Avalanche, Polygon, Binance Smart Chain, Phantom, Solana, and uh, uh, near soon. Um, so uh, uh, I think uh, uh, it's important for people to be able to manage like uh, NFTs as other assets from one single place, and, and again, not having to rely on on, on several like uh, wallets. So that's exactly what we've done. In the same way that that we've done it for tokens, um, there are a lot of other features that are going to arrive for for NFTs. For instance, you're going to be able to send your NFT across all the the different uh, uh, chains that we have. Uh, and send them uh, directly from the wallet. You won't have to go back to uh, uh, OpenSea, for instance, to send individually like your, your, your NFTs. And there will be like other features that, that we will be announcing uh, in, in, in the coming month, uh, such as P2P trading and so on. It's not going to be just for now, but uh, there, there, there will be more. Obviously, the web app is also going to support NFT. You're going to be able to display all of your NFT and manage them from, from one single place, which is also going to be helpful. Definitely. And with any wallet, one of the reoccurring challenges that typically comes up as a, as a place of where people have a, a bit of hesitation is around security. What kind of security and things have y'all put in place to make this wallet as secure? So I think something I will always recommend to anyone using a wallet extension, doesn't matter which one, is to use a ledger. If you have like more than, I don't know, like 1K uh, worth of capital in your uh, wallet, you should be using a ledger. There is no excuse about it. It's, it's cheap enough for you to afford it. And uh, this is the best way for you to protect your your, your funds. Now, obviously, like uh, we had audits, uh, we're making sure that like our code is properly reviewed and uh, uh, that everything is as secure as it gets uh, from an wallet perspective. But always for us, uh, uh, the, the most important thing is that like every time we're adding a new chain, we're adding ledger support at the same time. We're currently working on treasure uh, integration as well. So we can basically provide to uh, our users uh, as many options as, uh, as possible. That that would be my advice. That that's something we always say. If you have like some capital into crypto and you're using like a wallet extension, you should be using a ledger. That's that's important, and that will help a lot. There are other things that we're going to work on from from security perspective that will help, uh, um, such as non-custodial 2FA, which will work like uh, pretty much as a, as you, I mean I'm sure pretty much everyone is familiar with what a 2FA is. Um, and uh, we also help a lot to, to, to protect your, your, your funds and, uh, and NFTs in general uh, from using your wallet. And all of those are really crucial. And I think that's also really you know, helpful as well to have that cold wallet storage and uh, you know, link it up, have it go through the wallet so that whenever you are ready to do a transaction, you physically have to have it on your person. So you don't even have to, you know, you have the peace of mind of that, that your assets are, are secure. Um, you're working on a lot of different things. And obviously you've been building this for a couple of years now years now. And one of the things, even just through our conversations before coming on the show around interoperability and how essential it is to the future, how are y'all continuing to push interoperability for it? And, and where do you see the future of interoperability headed? Interoperability headed? So, I mean, there, there are a lot of things that could be said. Like, obviously, the routing API is going to help a lot because that allows you to... I, I see a wallet as a vehicle, Okay. Uh, this is a vehicle that is here to bring you from point A to point B. And when I say wallet here, I'm specifically speaking about like wallet extension because to an extent we could say that like mobile wallets are also destination for some people that are uh, uh, um, not as advanced as other users that are using extension that want the agility to navigate uh, across the board, across plenty of different protocols that are based on different ecosystems. So for me, uh, the wallet extension is a vehicle 
bring you from point A to point B in a fast, secure, and reliable fashion. Okay. Now, obviously, adding the routing API within it that allows you to basically like migrate funds from one ecosystem to another really easily for you to capture opportunities that might arise like on Solana tomorrow and uh, the day after on Polygon is is crucial. Um, what we are going to focus on next is uh, gas management. Uh, because the more chains you have, the more you have uh, uh, to put efforts into managing uh, uh, your gas. You need to have like a, uh, a little bit of a balance of uh, matics or whatever uh, to be able to perform transactions everywhere. If you have a lot of addresses and you're interacting with a lot of chains, like obviously it becomes quite a, head a headache. So there are a few things that we're working on currently, but I'm not going to expand too much on that, but like you can expect like some, some announcements also on that like towards the end of the year. Uh, but helping people to refuel like uh, their uh, addresses with uh, the gas needed for them to to interact with uh, with, uh, with protocols and, and, and in general like uh, sign an project. Um, so so that, that's something that we're going to focus next uh, because this is essential uh, to improve the, the overall UX of uh, the, the non-custodial space, I'd say. Perfect. And yeah, I mean, it sounds like you'll have a lot of other things in the pipeline that's going to keep making that experience better. But I mean, it sounds like what's available now is, is super helpful. You already said that you have, you know, uh, hundreds of thousands of people using this already. Uh, it's, it's continuing to grow. For, for someone listening to this right now, obviously you can go to uh, xdefi.io, that's xdefi.io for, for more information. But where are other places that they can go and learn uh, and, and participate in, in the ALS community? So, I mean, there are a few things. So on xdefi.io, you have a blog. We try to create as much content as we can for people to learn about crypto if they've just onboarded or even if they're a little bit more advanced and they want to review some uh, uh, topics uh, uh, in DeFi or uh, in the NFT space. So you can browse uh, across uh, uh, the different uh, articles that we have uh, in our blog section uh, of xdefi.io. Now, for us to provide you like a, a you know, like uh, the best possible support, uh, um, you should definitely join our Discord. Uh, we have 24-7 uh, uh, support. Uh, we generally like uh, um, always keen to, to help and, and, and discuss topics like, uh, and obviously like receive your, 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 your feedback, uh, your suggestion features and so on. So I, I strongly encourage you for, for, to join the community and, and discuss in the Discord. I'm in there every day. Uh, we have a, a really good uh, customer team um, I, don't, I, don't, I generally don't like calling, calling these customers. I don't think we have customers. I think we have users. Uh, but we really have like a good support team and, uh, and uh, they're always happy to help. So feel free to reach out anytime. Like we, uh, we open to discuss about anything, whatever. Perfect. And uh, as we wrap up, Emil, I always like to finish with a couple of fun questions. Um, the first one being with all the information that you've been able to learn over the several years of, of building this out, if you could go and part one or two pieces of wisdom to yourself when you first started, what would you tell yourself? Uh, that's a good question. Um, if, okay. I think you need to, before you start investing into crypto and like, obviously that's not financial advice. Like you should really try to understand like what you're investing in. Uh, it's not always easy because like the, the technical concepts like around crypto are often like, uh, uh, not easily accessible. So I would say try to read as much as you can try to look at, uh, I don't know, Delphi digital, uh, Nansen, uh, and other, uh, um, uh, um, uh, you know, um, uh, source of information that are uh, reliable and that can help you to, uh, uh, you know, like across this uh, knowledge gap. Once you're there, try to uh, uh, focus on like a, a few uh, uh, specific projects, understand them really well, and then make decisions rather than like just follow uh, the crowd and, and whatever people are seeing on Twitter or on Telegram groups. 
uh, I would say, uh, uh, try to understand the tech behind it, try to understand how it might impact uh, the entire ecosystem and industry in the next two to three years and, and, and base decisions on that. Um, I will also say that if, and I, I've, I've been rugged before, okay, like several times, uh, I've lost funds as well. I would say that like when you first create uh, a wallet, as I said again, take, take the money you need to buy a ledger wallet and make sure that like you're backing up properly your, 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 your seed phrase, uh, et cetera, uh, uh, in a safe place and uh, and uh, don't copy paste it in your note. Don't don't do that kind of things like or send it to someone. I, I don't know. Like uh, be really careful out there. Be careful about people impersonating like uh, um, um, uh, project leads, uh, etc. And uh, uh, don't trust anyone but yourself. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, be safe. Basically, uh, that that that's really important. So uh, when 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 it's your uh, you know like uh, when, when you're the one controlling the the, the destiny of your funds. Uh, you need to accept the the the, the responsibility that com- that comes with it. Uh, so that's on you if something fucks yeah. up. So be careful. Yeah, those are two really good gems, good reminders. Uh, as you're in this space, do your own research. Make sure you're doing as much reading as possible. Understand what you're getting into, and 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 as you look into what they're building, does it make sense? And do you think it'll be around two three years from now? And then um, be responsible for your investments. Uh, make sure you're protecting yourself and uh, protecting your assets because. It's, it's ultimately your responsibility. So I think those are two great reminders. But Emil, as we wrap up here, what is a final thought that you want to leave with everyone today? Look, I mean, like, come try the product. Give us some 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 uh, some feedback. That's really important for us to improve. We've always been close to the community, and uh, we we we'll always try to 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 hear you out. Uh, so yeah, try the web app. This is the latest product that we've released. You can there. Uh, Deposit liquidity in a single-sided fashion across 15,000 plus pools, like on uh, on uh, across EVM networks, which is pretty cool. We have farms coming soon, so that's going to make farming really easy for you. Um, try the the the, the multi-chain uh, uh, dex slash bridge aggregator, the swap. We you can, you can swap like uh, tons of assets uh, via uh, uh, this. And um, yeah, just come to us and let us know like what you would like to see that you don't see right now in the wallet or, or in the web app, and we'll try our best to incorporate this for our backlog. Excellent. Well, again, thank you so much for spending time with us and sharing all the knowledge. And as always, for everyone listening, stay Cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. This show and any other cryptocurrency production is exclusively for informational purposes. Hey, cryptocurrency crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from JDog335. Great information and easy to digest. I'd recommend to anyone interested in crypto. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday 
that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. We would like to give a special shout out to our moon sponsor, Acacia Digital. Acacia invests in partners with early stage blockchain companies who are solving complex problems in large markets. Acacia partners with projects that have established technology and communities. Acacia supports public projects exhibiting strong momentum and capacity to grow into large markets. Acacia also directly participates in limited releases such as NFTs tied to unique experiences, access, or products. For more information, go to acaciadigital.io. Again, that's acaciadigital.io. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com.